0: Hello and welcome to our podcast today. Um, Is it still the bye week? I don't even know at this point. I mean, what is it at this point? I don't know. We've transcended basketball, basketball, football, sports, pop culture. We've transcended it. We've just become our own entity of some sort. In the closet. We're we're in a loft. I wouldn't call (laughs) this a closet. But uh, you could call it a closet. But it does have to be like, I'd say, eight foot by eight foot in here. Elmo is staring me in the (laughs) face right now. We had to take the batteries out of that because it kept making noise that were telling us its batteries were dying. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Wow. seems like a a bad flaw in the design of the... (laughs) Or a really good feature. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll take that water. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, For those of you who don't know, there was a bottle of water on a table here, and I said (laughs) I was going to take that water because I'm thirsty. (laughs) You've done this before, haven't you? Yeah, I'm I'm a professional uh, podcaster at this point. (laughs) Um, Anyway, we're here. um, It's it's at Connie's is cursed. I'm here with at Ron Mexico CP and Evan. I don't know why you guys are giving your Twitter handles out. (laughs) Come on. We're trying to gain some clout here. We're not we're not, you know, doing this for for the love of podcasting. I'm trying to get some clout. Fair enough. I mean, you know what people say? What the forefathers said, life, liberty and the pursuit of clout. That's all I'm trying to do with my life Anyway, we're here to do The 2017 Music Awards And uh, We're just going through a bunch of different awards Some pretty serious, some not so serious um, I'd like to personally Start with the worst song of the year Do you want to name the categories maybe first? Do we want to name the character categories first? Or I mean, we want it's to... your podcast, but I mean Should we do name categories first, Evan? What do you think? Yeah, go for it, lightning round Alright pull up wait a minute well, you're already taking too much time I gotta scroll back in our group text here if you guys wouldn't send so many memes of when the jazz music stops playing <laughs> stuff like that alright stall come on stall you gotta stall for me that jazz thing is my new favorite meme alright so here are some of the some of the categories Boy, you really did not need us to stall long did you <laughs> yeah. I guess not um, the top ten albums of the year the top ten songs of the year the MVP, the sixth man of the year, which is going to be like a featured artist of the year. Last year, was winner was Ty Dolla Sign. Which, to be me. honest, I still don't know if I understand this award, but I have an answer. <laughs> okay, uh, the comeback player of the year, um, the J Cole of the year, which is somebody who is not very good at making music, but people seem to think is good. Is that a fair enough description? Oh yeah. Uh, so the way the way I took it, because I assume the next one you're going to say is Drake of the year. Yes. The way I took it was that they're the same award, but J. Cole is like, if you're not a very good artist, but you're overrated. And Drake's like, if you're a pretty good artist, but you're overrated. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of how I took it. I mean, I love Drake, but there's certain times where you're like, wow, Drake, you need to stop a little much, stop, stop doing that so much. Yeah, that was like a couple of years ago. Um, the One Dance of the Year, which is kind of similar to Drake of the Year, but just a song that just got way overplayed. Um, the Disappointment of the Year. The Rookie of the Year. The worst album, the worst song. Uh, we got First of the Year. What else we got? We got some Producer of the Year, SoundCloud Rapper of the Year. We got some categories here. <laughs> we got some categories, people. Um, and I want to say there was one more. Oh, there was. Did you say MVP? I did say MVP. Um, balls. <laughs> oh, uh, music not from this year that we discovered or got into this year. That was one of Evan's. Things that he came up with, and one other category that I'm just doing off the top of the dome: the best Brockhampton member of the year. Because that's that's going to be a, a hot Merlin next question. Yeah. Damn, um, we're we're gonna we're gonna have some we're gonna probably come to fisticuffs over this one. Romeo's eyebrows. Uh, is yeah. that the that's the producer guy? Yep. Correct. I'm still hmm. not entirely sure wh- which who who yeah who, who's okay. who's who doesn't. I can only recognize yeah. about like seven or eight of them. I know who count out of the fifty is. of them that are in the in the group. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see that thing on Reddit? It was like they were calculating a rough estimate of the royalties made off of that box set, and then some guys just like, "Cool, everyone in Brockhampton gets eight bucks." <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely get into Brockhampton, I'm sure later. It was they had a very good uh, year, I would say. So, what do, you, what do you want to do first? The worst, the worst song of the year. Yeah, let's go year? with that. Yeah. All right, so the worst song of the year for me. <laughs> I don't even know the name of the song, to be honest with you. Good start. It's a song about <laughs> wanting to die by logic. I just oh, want to die. Like, come on, dude. 1-800, yeah. Yeah, 1-800-something. Yeah. I, I don't even know the number. Mm-hmm. Because that song literally makes me want to die. Yeah. it's. I think what he, what he was going for was the right idea. I think it was poorly executed. Like, I've talked to Evan about this before, where he's saying that fucking ad-lib he does in there when it's like, who can relate? Woo! It's, it's like it's so cringy and it's so inappropriate to the song. Like it's just bad to me. That was always a more tasteful version of what Macklemore did with "Same Love." Like with Macamore, it was just straight up pandering mm. to like a specific. I see group. a lot of similar- similarities with those two guys. Logic, I actually think, had like good intentions. Where Macamore, I can't really say the same. Yeah, I think Macklemore is kind of about making money. That's what I kind of think. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because he was like an indie artist for a really long time. Yeah. And then it would blow up. Ryan Lewis album. Yeah. I'll use this as a transition <laughs> because it didn't make my worst song of the year, but it definitely came top five. That glorious song he did. Oh. That came very close to being my worst song is of that, the year. Is that McElmore? Yes. It's Skylar Gray, right? Yeah. Yeah. Skylar Gray is still around. Wow. She's on every Eminem album until now until the rest of time. Oh actually <laughs> my Jesus. worst album of the year is probably the Eminem album. I didn't listen Whoa. to it. She's still well, around because also another one of my worst song contenders, Walk on Water. By, by Eminem, Eminem and Beyonce, right? Yeah. Didn't listen. Wouldn't be so bad if you didn't just yell out, bitch, I made stand at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had that was up there. I had uh River, the one with him featuring Ed Sheeran. Ooh, Again, just, Shape of You, another one of my contenders for worst song of the year. <laughs> you know, I forgot about that song. It's not very good. Um, that's got to be a Doc's one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> I was at a music festival. You guys were also at this music festival. It was way home. But I actually was there for the entire weekend. Uh-huh. And across oh. from my camp, there was a, a camp of just, uh, just bros. They were just bro-ing down. Sure. Um Shirtless, putting sunscreen on each other. They had some, like, li- lime aritas yeah. and... They were listening yeah. to Ed Sheeran. It was hilarious. They were Please don't speak here. ill of lime <laughs> I'm sorry, but it was just it was just the case of what these bros were doing, and they were just uh I don't know, it was It was out. weird. Broin Fair enough. Anyway, so worst song of the year, I'm giving Despacito. I agree. That was Despacito. my worst song of the year as well. Because that's, there up, were, that's up there. There were songs I heard that I liked way less, but like you could not escape that song. Mm-hmm. Oh no, for no at all. good three or four months this year, and like I can't. Like people say they can't understand Young Thug. I can't understand what they're saying in Despacito. <laughs> Well, it is literally a different language. <laughs> I mean, Young Thug transcends language, in my opinion, but what are you going to do? No, and I mean, there's no vote. Yeehaw! About... Yeehaw. <laughs> no doubt Bieber helped that song out, but it was just, man. that like found out Daddy Yankee was on that song about three months into it. <laughs> Daddy Yankee, Daddy I mean, still going. Gasolina, Gasolina. Yeah. Gasolina is still a banger. A that B- song B- still bangs. B- <laughs> 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 I still yeah. enjoy Gasolina, to be honest with you um so uh, then do you guys want to go to worst album then Speaking yeah that sure. worst album um to be honest with you this was a tough one for me because if i don't like an album i stop listening to it usually mm-hmm. um i'm trying to think of albums that i couldn't get through um little pump's album i couldn't get through i like some of his songs but i could not get through his album nav do you guys know who nav is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i couldn't get through either i think he dropped two albums this year. i couldn't get through either of them yeah Couple good songs here and there, but like as a whole, it just it's just a tough listen because he's got a very like grating voice, mm-hmm. and, and he's got very r- weird lyrics about being at Toys R Us. You know, twenty seventeen. 2017, well, all, all these rappers are like twelve now, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you might be right with that. Um, and I didn't even bother listening to the Eminem album because I just assume it's just not good at this point. My, well, go ahead. N- no. If you're like me, and Anthony Fantano gives you all your opinions, yeah. yes, <laughs> m album was the worst album of the year. I agree. That's uh, it, I I did a once over with it, and you know I hated Walk on Water when that came out. Like to me, it didn't even mm. sound like him. Like it, it, like the the production was off, the mastering was off, everything sounded bad. And That's what I've been that, hearing that about stand it. Stand line, too, yeah, that you mentioned earlier. That's just so. Um, but as a whole, just, it's not, you know, he's just like a shadow of himself at this point. He's not even, you know, it's just a different person than it, <laughs> than it was, you know, years ago that all these people reference. I think, the, like, part of the Eminem thing, like, why he's dropped off so much is, one, he's not creative with his voice anymore. Mm-hmm. He just kind of yells. Yeah. Two, his lyrics, you know, they're, they're not the, I feel like they're not the same. Like, he tries to be, like, more real, I feel like. But it it doesn't come across as like I don't know what I'm trying to say. It doesn't come across as being that real. I you know, agree you that. Um, I think when he was the best, uh, his best. I mean, I think that was. I don't think he's dropped a great album since Eminem Show. To be honest, I agree. With you. That's that's 15 years ago. Yeah. So when people say he's the best rapper of all time, like, what has he dropped since 2002? That's been good. Mm-hmm. Encore. A couple good songs, mostly mostly a pretty goofy album. I would say. Mm. Um, what else did he drop since relapse then? Relapse and relapse. Relapse was, relapse was okay. Re- relapse recovery was man. pretty corny. I thought. Yeah. He just got a little preachy. I feel like. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, for as stupid as relapse was, it's probably my favorite release that he's had since Eminem show. Yeah, I same. know what you're saying, but like, just he is just a shadow of himself. It's oh like, yeah, you know, just the creativity is not there anymore. Yeah, I feel like, and the and I think his production has gone down the toilet because mm-hmm. he it doesn't work with Dr Dre as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um and. Another thing I think kinda of went down downhill was um Well, I I read about his lyrics in this album and he just talks about poop like way too much, like for he's he's like pushing fifty years old and he's rapping about poop. <laughs> like wh- what are you doing, Eminem? I know you're Eminem, but come on now. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I think he's out of touch. Similar to you guys where you didn't actually listen to the album. I didn't listen to my worst album of the year. I only picked it because I think it's representative. It could be a fine album, for all I know, but I think it is representative of a bigger problem in hip-hop right now is Honcho Jack, Jack Honcho? And Ooh. I say this because you're seeing all these collaboration albums, mm. and they're supposed to be built up as, like, like you were saying, like they're supposed to be built up like the next Watch the Throne. Mm. These people are not Kanye and Jay-Z status. Yeah. They're, you know... They're good, but they've only been around for a year's time or only been in the spotlight for a year's time. And there's been like 30 of them. There's been a lot of them this year. Um, One of my disappointments, my disappointment of the year, which will be later, I guess, um, unless you want to do it now. I don't know. Might as well. We we, we might as well stick with the negative stuff now. Um, (laughs) I actually thought Hunter Jack was alright. I'd say it's a 7 out out of 10 or so. I thought it it had some pretty solid songs here and there. Um, I, I like Travis Scott, though. I saw him live. Um, well, I guess I saw Quavo. Live you saw Migos live too, yeah. didn't you? Nope. Yeah, I did. Um, but I think that uh, my my biggest disappointment this year was the Future and Young Thug collab album, Super Slimy. That I thought was straight up bad. God, I don't even rem- i I didn't even remember that until you said something. Yeah, about it, it was not good. <laughs> um, the production on it was it was pretty low key for Young Thug. Mm-hmm. It, it, it suited Future a little bit better, but. I don't know. I don't think Future has the same type of talent that Young Thug has. I'm a big Young Thug guy. Mm-hmm. Um but like there's no production from Metro Boomin. None of them like the normal guys that you'd think that would be on like a big album like that. It just it just didn't have any songs that stuck out or that I even listened to at this point. And that only came out a couple months ago. That's mm-hmm. another weird thing I'm noticing about this year. Why is Metro Boomin being billed as like a collaborator like yeah. on these collaboration albums? He's actually he produces at what he a lot of it, yeah. But like I was telling you before the mics went on, he he's spreading himself way too thin, and he you're did one with a lot Nav of similarities in to the Big Sean The music one. he's making, I didn't listen. I couldn't get through the Big Sean one. I didn't like that one to, to be honest with you, Big Sean's album was okay. Yeah. This other one with Metro Boomin, I just didn't even bother listening to really. Um, he did one with let's see, Nav, Big Sean. <laughs> He did the one with Offset and Twenty One Savage. That mm-hmm, one was yep. that one was probably my favorite collab the of year. Yeah, yeah. Um, It wasn't a great album, but it was it was solid. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I think like all those. You, I think the collaborations might have actually been the disappointment of the year um, for me. Just in general, just in general, yeah, because they, they were they were built up like that, and none of them really none of them really delivered on that. I feel like mm-hmm. on the hype. My disappointments are two artists that normally I really like, but this year they just came out with. Albums that, in one case, just straight up stunk, and in one case, they just could not get into no matter how many times they listened to it. The one that just straight up stunk was the new Arcade Fire album. I didn't listen to it. No, I, I, listen I was I used to be pretty big on Arcade Fire though. The they were a lot of critics have been referring to it as like what the album Pop was to U two, meaning like this band was on top of the world at one mm-hmm. point. And they could sell out arcades no or pro- er, <laughs> <could sell> It's <laughs> arenas. I <would> so. <laughs> <laughs> <They laughs> it's arenas no problem. Um, but now they put out like a subpar like they tried to get too heavy with the irony and the oversaturation of their music are they still going in that like dance type of direction yes, that's yeah, exactly that weird transition yeah. yeah um he did they did that on reflector reflector it was so bad back. it wasn't bad and it, it wasn't bad yeah, but was this one it just it's too much i mean for me they arcade arcade fire like i thought Funeral was... That's, like, their best work, and... I mean, they've been pretty good since then, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some of their stuff is just kind of, like... I don't know. Too, like, over-the-top, like... Like, over... Done? Like... In, in the same way, I feel like Father John Misty's album this year, Pure Comedy, was the same type of thing, mm-hmm. where he just went a little bit too far with his shtick his of just being, yeah. like, really, like, ironic. I don't and, give a shit about him. Like yeah. The one that... That was, that was my other disappointment of the year, actually. I thought... Because right. I, I loved I Love You, Honeybear. I love pure uh-huh. Fun, but Pure Comedy was not you. good. The one that I, it, it didn't suck, but, like, I just tried so hard to get into it, and I just couldn't is uh, Flower Boy by Tyler. Tyler. Really? Yeah, that's probably the bigger disappointment of the two. Hmm. Why? Why is that? I just, I mean, I knew that was always the kind of music he wanted to make, and... It's he, his prettiest album, for sure. Mm-hmm. He had been saying for a long time, like, I'm gonna make the music I wanna make. I'm gonna mm. make the music I wanna make. Like even before like Wolf, like he was saying that. And I thought that's what happened on Cherry Bomb. Like, I thought he wanted to make that album that straight up sounded like a Pharrell or a yeah, nerd yeah. thing. But apparently he just wanted to do like this huge, like he wanted to do like jazzy, but he also mm. has this outspoken hate of using actual instruments. And that I can see that, that kind of bothers me. Mm. And they like you were saying, it is a little too pretty, it's a little too floral when mm-hmm. he's really dealing with some pretty heavy subject matter. Yeah, that's right. that's very true. I feel like he dressed it up too much. See, I mean, we'll talk about it later, I guess, because I'll bring it up, but like to your point, I think the subject matter was what drove the production on the album. Like, you know, there was the whole thing on what his sexuality, what he's trying to express mm-hmm. and all that, and mm-hmm. like it's still, you know, there's no definitive answer one way or another, not that it matters, but like for what he was saying, that's a whole different Breed of topic from anything, you know, especially yeah. from bastard to goblin, and then you know, wolf is kind of getting there. Cherry bomb was just left field, but from what he was doing, it's a whole different world, and I think he tried to represent that. Yeah, with how the album sounded. Yeah, it's a good album. I mm. just can't. It's not easily accessible for me. Mm. It's one of those things. Like, I struggled with where that album ranked on my my list. Mm. It, I'll I'll get into where it is when we get to that point, but um it was it was kind of a it is kind of a a weird it's a weird album yeah sure it's it's i i I enjoyed it but it's a weird album all right sticking with the negativity do you just want to do the one dance of the year and then we can do drake and j cole and then that should clear us up on the negativity i think yeah and then we can just get into positive Mm -hmm. stuff and just praise artists um the j cole of the year is really easy for me it's that russ guy (laughs) I mean, I don't want I don't want to like just pile on him, but <laughs> the poor guy, <laughs> like, because he had some hype where, like, oh man, this guy's good, this yeah. guy's really good. He had that song "What They Want," mm-hmm. which is a which is a fairly catchy song. They had that other song, um, it's a real slow one. I, I don't know, I don't remember the name of it. It's real slow. It's like an almost R and B type sure. song. I saw Russ live at that Way Home Festival, and he was you know he's all right, it's so whatever. But like, he's got that that type of hype around him where he's like, oh man, he's like really like lyrical, like he mm-hmm. really he's really in tune with what's going on but like, he's not making songs about anything yeah. late contender for Rush tweet of the year I saw it on Christmas Eve it was like do you think Drake tells Russ he can open one present before he goes to bed <laughs> that's I mean that, that's funny you mentioned that because it was with him I, you know I would send you screenshots of tweets and stuff but it was just I remember you know, I heard some things about what you're saying about this Russ dude where it's yeah. like you know, he's pretty lyrical he's young he's coming up he's got a good voice I'm like okay I'll give him a shot and then I see on Twitter, like, it had to have been the next week. Where yeah. Just everyone <laughs> Everyone's ripping on him. him. <laughs> uh, it, it's, coming, it's not just, like, our friends and us. This is, like, <laughs> yeah, Like, talking like yeah. Brockhampton is ripping on him. Like, <laughs> all these, like, you know, sub-CD you know CD level celebrities are tweeting about oh, yeah. us. I'm like, this poor dude. But, and I think some of it might be unwarranted. I don't think he's a terrible artist. No. He's just real mediocre. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, he's like a, a J. Cole logic and, you know, people get mad at me sometimes if I say that type of stuff, but I, I feel like it's... it's Certain rappers are trying to masquerade as, like, these top-level guys. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I'm super lyrical, I'm super deep. Like, no, you're not. Like, J. Cole, you're talking about pooping. You're talking about folding clothes. In clothes. Full you're in talking water, about yeah. rest in peace, Uncle Phil. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Uncle Phil. I'm not going to start a song by saying first things first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me, though. What you, what do you got for I mean I got I have three that are kind of tied. Um logic was right there for me. Yeah, I still he's don't up there. see the hype for him. i you know, he's been around for four or five three, years. I was gonna say five, six years, something like yeah. that. I mean, he's been around and I just can't get into him. Like every, every word that comes out of that guy's mouth is just corny to me. Yeah. You know? Um the second one I have is King Cruel. Like I just I don't get it. I don't understand. No, yeah, I've like never he... listened to him. Right? I'll, I'll piggyback it's... on you because that was mine. Yeah, okay. He's, just, he's um, pretty big though, correct? I don't know. I don't he's understand. Massive like, he, he's massive within the indie community. ton of people have been saying What that type of music community? is it? It's, it's, it's like, like an ambient. Uh, English dude yeah. who sounds like he like basically just like choked on a jar of peanut butter. <laughs> and he sounds really angry <laughs> that, but, me, at this fact. Like, it's real soft. like I, I don't want to call it folk, but it's like the in. Think of like an indie band, like an alt indie band. I'll, we, we probably have. I'll pull something up. Um, you can cut it out if it's gonna get us like taken off of like SoundCloud for copyright <laughs> reasons or something. There's all four people that listen to this. Are <laughs> hey, I'll have you know this song has three million listens right now for some ungodly <sighs> reason. Uh, we're around 20 minutes into the episode, so let's remember that. He sounds like Tom York if he's bleeding out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very not for, not this, for me. Real. This kid's 23. Like you hear this and you think like, oh, that's, that's why that 50 that's, year old man is angry about something. That's his problem. Nobody likes him. He's 23. Nobody <laughs> <Interesting>. likes him. <laughs> yeah. um, my third one, my third J Cole of the year. Uh, Connor, you're not gonna like this one. Is Travis Scott. Um, All right. I, you know, <laughs> I remember this is a couple of years back when I keep hearing this like, oh, this is, you know, Kanye's Prodigy is coming up. Mm. And it's like this this guy, he produces, he does his own thing. He, he's independent. He, you know, has a, like, loose songs out there. And like, Al Farrell comes out after like all this hype. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. Like, it was completely unfinished. Yeah, it's, it's very raw. Yeah, definitely. It's a you, raw I mean album. You can tell it, it wasn't done. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it. And then he moved into that like biting off of that the trap movement kind of thing mm. I'm like i just don't like this you know i think i think that travis scott has oh he's got a weird career because like he started mm. off as like kind of an underground like mm-hmm. real like grimy yeah artist and like did you ever listen to days before rodeo mm-hmm. that that's the production on that album is really really good it's it's he's got some Metro Bowman production on there mm-hmm. it's but before either of them were real big yeah and then he came out with Rodeo, and Antidote, like, that song like blew up Antidote, way yeah, more than yeah. anybody would have imagined. And I think since then he's gotten a little bit more poppy. I personally really like his music still, mm-hmm. but I can see your point 100%, though. Yeah. I, I think for me it's... He's older. not like a, a real like lyrical guy. He doesn't really have bars necessarily He doesn't, you know, he's not a great rapper He, he What he does really well, I think Is he has a really good sound mm-hmm. he's, He knows how to, like, float on a beat And a make melody it. Yeah. And I, I think that's what it is with him I think for me, it's just, I think he could be doing better mm-hmm. And I think, you know, what he was doing To me, was better than what he was doing I think he's get a little weirder again Like, weird Yeah, Get, get, get weird mm-hmm. I can see that point Yeah. So Evan, you had King Cruel, was that your only J. Cole? Here? Yes, that was my only J. Cole here now, is J. Cole uh, in the discussions for J. Cole of the year at all? I feel like he had a quiet year. He, which I'm he had excited. a quiet year, yeah. He didn't really do too much. So he's uh, safe this year. He's safe this year. Maybe for next year when he we'll, comes we'll back. <laughs> uh, I think my, my I take back my worst album of the year. My worst album of 2017 is actually going to be uh, J. Cole's album, For Your Eyes Only, two years in a row. And my worst <laughs> so song of the year is actually full and close two years in a row because <laughs> that is not a good song. Uh, I don't want to rip on J. Cole too much today. All right. So young. then, our Drake of the year, correct? Yes. Um, my Drake of the year is actually a, a rap collective, a group of three individuals, and those three individuals are known as the Migos: Quavo, Offset, and Takeoff. Now, our this Drake of the year isn't necessarily a completely bad thing because it means you're good. You're you're, just you're just good, overrated, but you're just yeah. overplayed, right. oversaturated, and just just too much coming out and. Like they blew up this year, like more than you'd to think. I mean, it was it's kind of started last year with Bad Muji. but then like everything, it just you know they kept releasing a lot of stuff. Culture was a pretty good album, I thought. But, um, looking back, I mean, that, that was like what February, mm-hmm. January when that came out. That was Early, yep. In terms of me listening th- through it all year, didn't happen. I stopped listening to that album quite a while ago. I didn't I didn't really have any desire to go back to it when I was listening to what I, th- I thought were my top albums here. Mm-hmm. So that was my my pick for the Drake of the Year. It was a good pick. Uh, For me, again, I had a tie with this one. Um, The the first one is a little kind of out of left field because he had a relatively quiet year Mm -hmm. music-wise, but Chance the Rapper (laughs) is right there for me. Um, I mean, he had that tour going on, but, like, it's insane, the numbers this guy's doing, where he's hosting SNL, not a yeah. musical guest anymore, the guy is hosting Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that's, that's good pick, I like that pick. And he's just, you know, I've always liked his music, I've never had a problem with the guy, you know, he's very, like, his Twitter personality, and, you know, what he does, it's, yeah, sometimes it's cringy, but, I respect what he's trying to do, but, like, mm. that guy is, like, a household name now, and who oh, would yeah. have thought, the, the guy that's coming out with 10 Day, you know, rapping about getting suspended in high school for, you know, weed, and then it's like, now this guy's a national figure like it's just crazy to me that he got that big and he's sustaining this I mean I think he's he's picked really good people to collaborate with to get him to that point mm-hmm. like th- he did that song with Justin Bieber a couple years ago and that really got people that wouldn't normally listen to that type of music yeah. into it and then he did I'm the one with like DJ Khaled mm-hmm. and Bieber and all of those, yeah. and to, migos to contextualize your point I can I'm sure there's way more artists but these are the ones I know off the top of my head because they're the ones I'm into. Like, the thing about hosting SNL and being a musical guest, if you add up all the times he's been on that show, it's more than U2, more yeah. than R.E.M., yeah. more than Pearl Jam. And yeah, I think, how long have all these been bands right. been together? Uh, up until recently, more than the Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. It's just, you're right, it's surprising, and I think that helps contribute to his, like, in-your-face status. The Kit Kat commercials, too. Yeah, this is true. Which I, I mean, think that were, was a weird movie. They were funny, but... It was just a strange g- tactic to me. Like it's well, I think I think what Chance is trying to do is he's not just trying to be like Bill is just a rapper. He wants to be an entertainer. He wants to be like a pop star type thing. I mean, he still goes by Chance the rapper. he needs to be I mean, Chance the entertainer. <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. He might have to change, have to change that name. Chance the person. Maybe just Chance. <laughs> Maybe just the rapper. Maybe little channel from 79. I'm going to be honest, he, he he probably is only a few years away from that Prince Madonna one name status. Like yep. if he just wanted to go by Chance Probably I think there. he's almost there. Did Madonna go by something else? Yeah, Madonna the rapper. <laughs> Damn, I never knew that. Damn. So you had another another Drake of the year, um, Father John Misty. That again, that guy just—I <laughs> don't know how he came to be mm. such a figure. Like you know, obviously, he, I don't think he's as famous as Chances, but no, no, you know, for Fear Fun, as you mentioned, Fear Fun and Honey Bear are both really, really solid yeah. albums. You know, Honey Bear was one of my top two or three of that year when it came out. And he wasn't getting any attention. Like, he was, you know, just quietly had his audience and is, you know, getting bigger with his fans. But, you know... He's, he's a weird guy. He is. I, and you were saying that shtick that he was doing, it was mm. weird how into it he was. And, yeah. you know, now it's the point. I don't know if he's genuine or if he's just trying to play this irony thing. Like, I, I maybe that's his tactic. I think part but of it is he's, like, a really, like, disturbed guy. No, I think so too. I think, and part of it's a character, and I think he's almost at the point where he's becoming that character more and more. He, I read an interview with him, and he does like LSD like almost every day. Yeah. so th- that probably contributes to him being him a, a weirdo. Ah, uh, yes, the drug known for if you take too much of it, you never come back. <laughs> yeah, it's um, <laughs> worth so yeah. wondering if this is a character. <laughs> it might not be a character. He might actually be that guy now. No, yeah. uh, for mine, I'm I, I got two. I got two um, One uh, I, SZA, I, SZA. I've, heard, I've heard SZA I've heard Skiza. I'm not sure which one you want to go <laughs> with SZA, That's SZA. But anyways um, Yeah I like No real problem with her But I listened to that album And I'm like this is okay hmm. Like I'm shocked at how many top 10s it was in From like all these different publications Like it's not bothering me Nearly as much as like David Bowie Blackstar. David Bowie yeah <laughs> like it's not bothering me nearly as much as that but like I'm just like every time I see it I'm like oh okay I'm kind of surprised the other one a band I actually really enjoy but I think this year kind of exposed them as being way more hype than actual substance mm. LCD sound system mm. like I can't even comment on that I don't know who they are <clears throat> I've heard of them I I've know the name don't know the music so they were like this band who made dance music and they came mm. up at the same time in this same place from like early 2000s New York City so mm-hmm. it was like you're thinking like the Strokes, yep. Interpol yeah yeah yeahs. Mm-hmm. Um and they were good, they put out a lot of good music the they always wanted to play MSG though and the way they did that mm-hmm. was they are like we're retiring, this is our retirement show we're at Madison Square Garden, we're filming it, the whole thing like this is, I think this this is early the early early 2010s mm-hmm. so somewhere between like 2010 and 2013 this happened um this year they announced, like, oh, we're getting a reunion album, and then, like, immediately people start calling them out, like, were you guys really, like, permanently broken up, or were you just going on hiatus? Because it doesn't seem like it had been long enough for this to have happened. Yeah. They're, like, playing SNLs, and they're headlining all these festivals, yeah. and I think, like, halfway through, like, summer, like, festival season, people are like, this this really a headline, a festival headliner?
1: Like, when OutKast they, did this
0: a few years ago, everyone's like, oh my god, OutKast yeah. is back. Yeah. And now it's like, oh. I remember they, they replaced Frank Ocean for when he did that, like, early string of cancelling the shows. Yeah, the summer, yeah, yeah. And they, like, replaced Frank with LCD Sound System, and I'm like, I don't know if that's equivalent. <laughs> like, I yeah, yeah. a lot of pissed off fans. You could probably here, get someone but, uh, who made a little <clears throat> bit more similar music. Yeah, right. So, I don't know, but... Yeah, I know what you're saying, though. I agree with your point. Would you guys not even put Drake in this conversation? I feel like he's up there in the That's conversation for Drake of the Year. He is, but... but he was a little bit more low-key this year. He like. was way earlier in the year, so I kind of forgot yeah. about it. I I forgot about ba- how big Passion Fruit was. Like, I forgot about all of that. Yeah. yeah, Passion Fruit was pretty big, I guess. It wasn't one dance big, though, I feel like. No. no, no, it wasn't. Or even Hotline Bling big. no, no. But I think More Life is, like, the most streamed album of all time. The most what? The most streamed album of all time like, really? you I mean, want to see I mean, mean playlist, playlist or whatever he called it. Oh, yeah. sorry, the, the playlist. That was stupid. <laughs> yeah, October firm. It's not Drake. It's October firm. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. What we got next? What we got next? Have we got through all? the... Oh, one dance of the year. I'll I'll just spit mine out real quick. We already did that. Good. Did we? Yeah. Do we? No, I don't think no. we did. I did. Mine is Despacito. Mine is, Despacito. Mine is same. Yeah, same. Okay. Hey, well done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good job, team. <laughs> <laughs> what if we disagreed on every single <laughs> award? That'd be awful. Well, Top songs of the year in order. Let's use this as a <laughs> <minute> podcast. <laughs> yeah. Let's use this as a negative-positive buffer. What album or song or artist did you guys either discover or rediscover this year? And you're like. You know what? It's not oh. from 2017, but I'm really into this and I want to tell people. This year I got really into, like, the 2009 2012 Young Money stretch. Really got back into that. Um, like, everything from like No Ceilings by Lil Wayne. I am a human being, too. Uh, not two. I am a human being by Lil Wayne with Right Above It. Oh, Mama Mia. Did you make your high school basketball team this year or something? <laughs> you know, I never made the high school basketball team. When I was in high school. In general. But, uh, you know, I I wasn't bad at basketball, though, so maybe I'm just reliving that right now. Maybe. Um, Right above it's a banger, though. You can't deny that. You probably could, because I I feel like you don't like the lowing. He was hit or miss. Um, But back at that time, he was hit. Like, the Carter three. He had had a lot of hits. I'm not not um, denying that. And then I also... Like I knew, take care was a good album, Mm -hmm. but I really got into take care this year. Like, like some of the deep cuts on that album are really good. Like cameras, yeah, the real her, and like it's like a a perfect album to listen to at four thirty a.m. on a on a Thursday, crying, crying, Uh, alone. Maybe not, maybe not quite crying, but I I definitely have listened to that album at at four thirty on a Thursday before. On multiple (laughs) occasions recently. (laughs) Nice Thursday. (laughs) Um. So yeah, that that was my uh, rediscovery of the year, I guess. Uh. Mine, I guess um, you know he had an album that came out this year, but the early stuff in his career I really got back into, which is uh, Lupe Fiasco. So um, the 10 year anniversary of the Cool was actually a couple weeks ago. Now that's the one that has Superstar, Superstar, which is the one that has the song about skateboarding. Kick pushes, Kick uh, Push, food and liquor, the okay. first one. So right. I like those two albums. I really got into again. Uh, I always; those are two of my top. X albums of all time. Like, they're mm. really hip hop classics to me. Um, but just the lyricisms and, er, lyricisms, the lyricism on that those albums and what he was doing comparatively to what else was going on at that time, you know, I think that was really cool. And, you know, I think he had a big projection ahead of him, but mm. he just kind of got weird, turned into <laughs> the modern Lupe fiasco. I, f- I feel like now his lyrics are like, so like crazy mm. that they don't make sense. Yeah, like he's talking about like really abstract stuff. It's 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 cool sometimes, mm-hmm. but like it's like whoa, this is like mind blowing what he's talking about. Yeah, and I can't even comprehend what he's talking about. i <laughs> light. It was I thought it was a little bit more dumbed down, but Tetsuo and Youth, which was uh, the one. Um, yeah, I, I listened to that. That was a solid yeah, album, but, it was but just I had no crazy. idea what was going on. Yeah, I didn't now, know what no idea. Like it, it, you can tell he really had nice production and everything else was good, but just I'm listening and I'm trying to read the lyrics and I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, anytime. But to me he died when Kid Cuddy called him poope fiasco <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> that got serious for a while. That that when Cuddy was calling people out on Twitter for all those times. <laughs> poope you know, fiasco. It, I was remembering, How did I miss it, that. I remember him talking about That was about a great Kanye. tweet. Um it, i remember You he, he called out Drake on Twitter? Yeah. And it um after Drake put out Two Birds, One Stone and it was like it, he had that line about um, you claim to be the man on the moon but like you stay zanned up or something like that whoa. and like Cuddy got on Twitter he's like say it to my face pussy like, <laughs> <We're> like whoa <laughs> <laughs> now I saw Kid Cuddy's like album on like a, a top 10 list and I'm like what that came this out been in been 2016 no 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 no, no. <laughs> uh, Passion Plane Pain yeah. and Demon Slaying. I thought that was a solid Scotty album. Scotty and Space Samurai. <laughs> that was actually another album that I got into this year more so than last year. Mm-hmm. And also same with the Weezer album. I listened to the Weezer album, but I also realize that's a that's a retail playlist that I, I hear all the time. The White <laughs> Album? Yes. That one's fantastic. I love that one. It's pretty solid, but I, I hear it at work way too often. Um, so for mine, I'm going to go Jeff Rosenstock, Worry. He, it's This this guy, He's does like punk slash indie rock, hmm. and he released this album and... You know, it was just a bunch of straight-up, good, fast songs. Like, the whole album's only, like, 35 minutes, but I listened to that quite a bit this let's year. Let's have more albums that are like that. Yes. Yeah, that's another... Can we all agree on something? Like, let's have 10-song albums. Let's make that the, the new thing. Yeah. Quick amendment to Disappointment of the Year, the amount of people finding it acceptable to release hour-and-20-minute-long albums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, More Life, that song. Life that, long. That could have been cut down by 10 to 12 songs, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like that album, but it had too many, too much filler on it. Yeah, views the same way. Mm. Yeah, but um, I'm I'm much like I'd much rather listen to. This is what something that I really thought about when it came out. Um, I'd much rather listen to a, a ten song Gucci album like Drop Top Wop, than the same than the twenty two song Lil Yachty album that came out the same day. Yeah, like I'm not trying to listen to this an hour and I mean, thirty five minutes of Lil Yachty lot here <laughs> with, with that. You know what I mean. Uh. Yeah, I agree, love. Alright, um, just going through the list. Verse of the year. Oh, I didn't... My verse of the mm. year is Frank Ocean on Raph. Mm, that's a very good verse. Um, I think the the album version that they had where he had a second verse, where he has two verses pretty mm. much, That that's, yeah, that, that stretches the best of the year for me. I'm going Kendrick on Mask Off Remix just because of how unbelievably unnecessary that verse was. <laughs> and he put, all, like, he put all of himself into it. Honorable mention, do you remember for that week, and I cannot find it anymore, the original version of Slide that had Takeoff on it? Oh, Wait, it was on Reddit. Yeah, yeah it's it's like It was like a SoundCloud. It was like on a music mod. Yeah. Or Take Off. Yeah. Takeoff is like the anti Jay Cole of the year. I'll he just say, gets pooped out all the he's time. He single handed oh, of the year. Yeah, he had he had the best verse on that song. He did. There was. Um for me I I put Kendrick the entire Duckworth um mm. everything he had on that song, just the story he told, but um I would be doing myself a disservice if I didn't mention Kevin Abstract on Star. Yeah, just, oh yes. You know, it, it, the the whole concept of the song was awesome, but he just turned it around and Made it just like real weird, yes. Um, and if you've heard the song, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it was just he's so outward about it, and I think that's really cool. Um, and just how open he is about everything. But um, that first time I heard that line, I'm thinking, oh my god! Like that whole song is actually really one of the best like reference tracks I've heard. Yeah. Um, Amir, Amir Van, that's his name, correct? Yeah. And he planet. says, um, secret ag a. Secret Agent Cody Banks record a pound of the Banks. dank. Yeah. I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's 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 some real <laughs> stuff right there. Uh-huh. Come on now, uh-huh. Amir on all three of like the first three songs on that album, honestly. Yeah, um, Heat, gold, and he golden star for me. Amir on saturation was really good. <coughs> on saturation two and three, he just uses the same flow uh, over and over. Anthony Fantano actually said in his review. A generous amount of same subject matter as well. Yeah, yeah. that's. Um, nice. I feel like of all the members of Brockhampton, he had the one that he was one that had like a ton of potential. At the first one, but by saturation three, I'm like, okay, you need to switch up that flow. If you're getting no. surpassed by Joba, I like Joba. I thought Joba was Joba brought it on the third, one. On the third yeah. one. yeah. Well, let's talk about saturation more once we get to our top ten analysis because like I know that's going to be in each of our top tens. I'm pretty all sure. right. Rookie of the year then. Rookie of the year Brockhampton. I'd I'm with Brock but I also say Amina too. Though he's been around um, for Amine, a while. A um He had he actually had some really good songs out there, I thought. I mm-hmm. think he's a like a low-key he's I feel like he's a low-key rapper, kinda. Yeah. But because I mean Caroline was huge. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, like he has some pretty good songs. Really I like that stuff, pick. Yeah. I'm gonna modify my rookie of the year category to breakout of the year mm-hmm. because if we st- stuck strictly with rookie, we were all gonna have the same answer. So rather than like mm-hmm. Looking for a band that was brand new. Yeah, um, one that just blew up this year, kind of. Yeah, like a, a band that had been around for a while, like quite a while, and they just like blew up this year. I'm giving uh, Portugal the man. Mm, that's a good choice too. Yeah. Now uh, I only know one song by them, to be honest with you, and it's that song that I, I don't know the name of. Uh, Feel it still? Yeah, that one. They had it. They had it's a, a very, It's a very catchy song. They had a couple big songs off that album, um, but. The album as a whole was really good. And I'm not very in tune with rock music these days, to be honest Fair enough. That's what I'm trying to bring to this. <laughs> but yeah, that's my pick. <coughs> uh, so, after that, we got Comeback of the Year. Comeback of the Year, for me, 100% is Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Because um, we were at a point where Jay-Z, the last album he dropped, was Magna Carta, Holy Grail. And that was not good, um, I don't think. <laughs> Just straight up groove. not good. Um He wasn't talking about anything interesting at that that point. And also, like, Jay-Z hadn't been that great since probably Watch the Throne. And just before that, he had one of the worst verses of all time on Monster, which didn't somehow ruin the song. The dude (laughs) just was naming different types of monsters. Loch Ness, (laughs) Zombie, I Can't Get It, or Love, I Don't Have Enough of It. Uh, And yeah. And I think he came back with 444, which is an album that didn't make my cut for top 10. But is a is a really solid album. And I think Jay-Z's back. Mm. And he's talking about real stuff again. So that's good. Just being a person. Yep. Okay. I'm, I'm going to save mine for uh, when we do albums of the year. Because it's all the same point I'm going to make. Okay. So if you don't, you got one? Yeah. Um, I think what Gucci Mane did this year was just impressive. Uh, you know, I've never been a huge fan of him. But just mm. that he became... You know, as popular as he did yeah. this year specifically. I mean, like you know, he uh, the the most popular I can ever remember him being is when like Lemonade and Wasted were like yeah. super popular, and that had to have been twenty what two oh six or yeah, 20, something like two thousand six. Yeah, I was gonna say like way uh, over ten years ago. And yeah, I don't ever remember him being. He's. That I feel like he's way bigger, right bigger now. now. Yeah, I think he's real big now. I think I feel like last year he. um, he was like in that level in a way, uh-huh. but I think this year, um, he just got like a little bit better. Because I think I think Drop Top Wop is arguably his finest work. Mm-hmm. Arguably, that's that's uh that's probably a bold statement. Yeah. I don't know. Pause. Oh, sorry. All right, so we're on sixth man of the year, and to me, I had two guys that I thought, actually three guys that I thought really were strong contenders for this category. One was Offset just based on he was literally on almost every big rap album this year. Mm-hmm. Um and had some really good verses on a lot of them. I think I think he really met he made Met Gala with Gucci his like his own song. Mm-hmm. Like Gucci's Gucci seems like the feature artist on that song, but it was Offset's feature. Um the other guys I thought were Travis cuz he did a lot of features as well. And I think he's pretty consistent. I I know you guys maybe don't mm-hmm. feel the same way about Travis now. I now that I know. <laughs> and the other guy I thought was ASAP Rocky. <coughs> Rocky just didn't have the same. What's the word I'm looking for? He didn't have the same amount of volume. I was talking. His features. I was talking with him about this yesterday. He has such a weird amount of hype for not really having released anything major and in... uh, since 2015. Yeah. Like, I mean I guess cozy tapes, but like he's not the yeah, he's not the uh, star no, no. of cozy tapes necessarily. It's more of a collective type thing. Yeah. Um yeah, he's only he hasn't released a whole lot of music. He's got he had this first mixtape. Then he had he had that one album that had like um what's that big song? Hello baby. Oh, uh, fucking problems. Yes, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how I can think of that. Um <laughs> To be fair, that song is oh, it's a great song. It is phenomenal. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, he's only had two albums, one mixtape for the most part. So yeah, he doesn't have a lot of stuff. I wish he'd, I wish he'd come out with a new album. I'm hoping for 2018. I keep he does. That it's coming. I, I need, I need yeah, an ASAP Rocky album. Well, so it. is King Push and yeah, True King. You know, P- uh, like, I need King Push. Cruel winter. But, yeah, whatever that Dr. Dre one was. Oh, uh... uh Detox. I mean, Detox. he released that other album, which was okay. Man, the Moon Three. Yeah, Man the Moon Three. That'd be sick. Uh, Nation What's that? It was this Kendrick Kendrick album that Oh incredible. yeah Damn and then Nation I remember Unlike like all it. the other ones we just mentioned they had all been like talked about by the artists who made them but Kendrick's like yeah that doesn't exist <laughs> There's that rumored uh, J. Cole <coughs> Kendrick album that I don't want to hear Black Friday or whatever they are calling yeah. it right? yeah? yeah And then there's um, TurboGrafx-16 which we need R.I.P. Yeah. Everybody because, loses well, <laughs> This Monday it, this it's, it's been on since last summer That's <laughs> per <for> Kanye's Twitter <laughs> Uh, all right, six man of the year. Um, like I told you, did not really understand this category, so I just kind of winged it. Um, Calvin Harris, because he was, I, I like not, that pick. he was not a featured artist. Like I mean, he was the main artist on a lot of songs, but he wasn't like like he obviously he was just in the production booth mm-hmm. and like all that stuff. But he made at least three excellent songs this year. Yeah. What were those three songs in your opinion? Slide, Heatstroke, Song of the feels. Summer that came out in um in February. In February yes. yeah. yeah. They messed that up so bad. That wouldn't the the was um, I will, I will wasn't the Song of the Summer. I also top. really enjoy rolling with Khalid. Yeah. Who yeah. who is my one of my choices for the most overrated artist of the year. Mm-hmm. I think he's fine but I feel like he's like Frank Ocean light. Yeah. I will say though I am loving what's happening with like where the big summer song is becoming a topic again and it's not like oh Beyonce had it or Katy Perry had it or Justin Timberlake it's like all these producers get together and they (laughs) compile like the 1992 men's Olympic (laughs) basketball team of musicians (laughs) and they just like get like four or five together and they're like alright you're a song (laughs) you know Calvin Harris uh, I kind of forgot about his album but it was actually an okay album. Like mm-hmm. they had some interesting, interesting tunes in there. Yeah, I think because he kind of moved away from the EDM type stuff and moved into more of like a, a funk yeah. type of feel, which mm-hmm. I like. Which I'm a much, much bigger fan than EDM type stuff. This yeah. is what you came for. Still slaps though. With is that with? Yeah, with Rihanna. Okay. And it takes a lot for me to say that because I think that one was co-written by Taylor Swift. Yeah. That's the oh, Taylor Swift is probably up there as a Jay the year too. Oh, for Fingers. sure. it's true. It's true. I feel like she's kind of in her own category as Snake of the Year. <laughs> yeah. <Snack. laughs> um Sixth Man of the Year I had uh, Quavo. So similar so mean, to offset type Yeah. Of I mean it's you know, I saw a lot of things on Twitter making fun of the like I saw I sent it to you guys, I think, where it's the the triple bunk bed. And it's like this is where the Migos yeah, sleep yeah. Quavo sleeps at the bottom so we can sneak out and do features. Yeah. Um but I mean just like thinking of some of the stuff that he was on this year, like it wasn't just you know, underground like mixtapes and things like that. Like he, yeah. was, I'm the one that, that congratulations with Post Malone. He's on the Katy Perry song. Yeah, um, Portland with Drake and Travis Scott was yeah. huge when that came out, and then Wrath too, where they had some, yeah. you know, they had big names there. Um, I think just what he was doing. You know, maybe I'm not the biggest Quavo fan, but and he's what's that the dude from One Direction that broke off? That I mean, the Harry Styles? No, the one that Quavo's on. Oh uh that Zane dude maybe? Maybe it's Zane. I don't know. It's it's one of them. It's like it's Liam or Oh, kind of th- One of those Nile guys. Or it's but it's it's one of them. It's in It's like that's, the JC Chazay like of of, yeah. of Direction. <laughs> yeah. And it's like it, that's a big big song. So yeah. I think for me he gets the 6 man of the year. I I think the Migos, I mean I think they're in the running for MVP of the year yeah. because yeah. just cuz just based on they were all over the place. Yeah. Well, takeoff had a tough year. Should we talk about MVP? Yeah, let's get to MVP of the year. Um, MVP of the year. Um, I'm going to go with Kendrick. The same. I just feel like, yeah, I just think he's like the best. The best uh, voice in hip-hop right now. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't really have to do a lot of features or anything. He's just like, when he drops something, everyone talks about it. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are. You're talking about that new Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. yeah, he show he showed this year that he can just show up on like a week's notice and be like, I got something, and then like it'll be the biggest thing that happens. That's what happened with damn pretty years. much, yeah. Because he dropped the hard part four, and then yeah. he dropped the music video for Humble, mm-hmm. and when that came out, like I was going Everything nuts because that yeah. was that's still one of the best shot music videos I've seen in oh, yeah. in a while, yeah. And I mean, I don't know. That's that's such a that's such a big <laughs> he's such a big artist at this yeah. point. My MVP, um, I kind of looked at it from the perspective of someone who wasn't someone we never would have expected to mm. end up there which I went with Brockhampton because their rise to fame this past year and you know they're all the past six months different. really yeah not even in the full year you're right just they, they had All American Trash and then they had that documentary how is that? some part for yeah. me it's it's not saturation like there's no sound it's not like they're just kind of just dudes making music together where saturation it's like cohesive and yeah, you know, yeah. everyone's blending and, and the intro skit's pretty funny but that's literally all I remember from that yeah. album <laughs> um, so I went with them just because I don't think anyone could have seen oh, yeah. what was going to happen to them because the Kevin Abstract had released an album I think in 2016 yep. and like Late. it wasn't it wasn't huge but like the way that they that people are talking about Brockhampton all the time on Twitter is mm. kind of crazy Yeah. because no one knew who they were even six months ago. Yeah, right? Um, yeah, alright. I like that pick. It's a good oh, pick. Thank you. Evan, you said Kendrick is your MVP? Yeah. I think another guy that you could throw in there, but he didn't really release a lot this year, is Post Malone. Mm, that's a good pick. And I think I think at this point, though, Post Malone is reaching that Drake of the Year, or almost a J. Cole I of the Year I think he might status. have tipped already. Um, I just think that <clears throat> there's something a little bit off about him right now. I, I just think like there's all these negative stories coming out about him like not like appreciating hip hop and just not being like a, a great guy kind of yeah I, I think early, I thought like I think like early part of 2016 I don't I don't want to cut you off um, no I was just gonna say I think early 2018 like you're gonna hear something about him and it's not it's not gonna be anything like hor- horrific about mm-hmm. him personally but it's just gonna be something like so weird you're like i don't really know if i like this guy anymore i don't know if i like him or not right at this point because i i thought i thought he was really funny because you'd see stuff with him like singing like tongue tied by group love yeah and like stuff like that You're like wow this guy's really like he's Uh, yeah he's out there mariachi band yeah like stuff like that he's like really happy and stuff but then you hear about him like saying like hip-hop is not the type of music you listen to when you want to like think or like cry or something yeah but, I mean, it was... But like, post-moment, have you ever listened to Take Care? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go back to listening to Take Care and crying, but <laughs> come on now. But, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I remember when... Who who came out as gay a couple years ago when the Migos said something weird? Oh, about, oh I love Maconan. Was, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, I mean, it's like that, like... I, I feel like that genre, people don't care so much for what mm. people are doing outside of the music. You know, whereas... Like, in certain times, like, you, you're probably thinking, like, why are you asking this question to people? Like, why would you ask the Migos, who, like, aren't, like, necessarily guys who are super well-spoken about right, stuff, right, right. about something like that? Like, they're just kind of putting them in a position to, like, say something, like... Stupid, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. am I don't know if that's what happened with Post Malone, but he's... Post Malone said that that interview, which was in, like, Poland or something, they were giving him, like, a ton of beer. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's good. a valid excuse, but I don't know. Anyone who, who's been a dingus day at the terminal knows <laughs> that that is that, a that a Polish beer is a <laughs> yeah it is a perfectly valid excuse. <laughs> all right top song of the year are we doing top five or top ten? Let's do top ten because I got ten. Okay, Should who's we, just lightning round it? Um, are we going like ten one ten to one or like 10, one to 10? Ten. ten okay. ten? All right, nine, all right. Nine. okay, all right ten ten. Um I have ten songs listed. I don't know which number ten is, um, but I'll, I'll just go with one of them. I'm gonna say "Butterfly Effect" by Travis Scott. I'm gonna go Game Solo." Ooh. "Batter Up" by Brand New. I don't know that song. Alternative band. It's I know Brand New. Yeah. Um. The, it's it was their like closer. It's more or less them saying goodbye to, mm. them being a band. Damn. So real like heavy and like slow melodic is very good. Damn. I'm gonna have to check this out. Mm. Um, number nine, I'm going to go with Relationship with Young Thug and Future. Late Contender, Boogie, by mm-hmm. Brockhampton. Ooh, <coughs> banger. Star, by Brockhampton. I did not have any Brockhampton in mind, just because it was hard for oh, me well. to pick one song that was up there for me. Um, eight, I'll go with Chester by Drake. Day I Die by The National. I have uh, Summer by Brockhampton, but Bareface, specifically. Um, seven... Seven, I'm going to go with Slide by Frank, Calvin Harris, and two members of the Migos. Queer by Brockhampton. I love that one. That's really good one. The hook is what first does one. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love um, Matt Champion's verse on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said a lot of heavy stuff in that first. That was he's weird good. weird for him. Yeah, he's really underrated. Um, I had Judy French by White Reaper. It's my turn again. Six, um, I'm going to go with Raph by the ASAP Mob with Playboy Cardi. Who Playboy Cardi just he had the weirdest feature in that song because all he's doing is, is ad libs, which yeah. is great, which I, I'm I'm on board with. About. About <laughs> Meanwhile, Lil Durk did that at the beginning of the year, and we all hated him yeah, for yeah. it. Um, but yeah, I mean Playboy Cardi Frank Frank, Frank had the verse here on that, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was just a good song. I don't know. Yeah, We're on six mm-hmm. Triple X by Kendrick featuring U two. That's mm-hmm. that beat is crazy. That beat switch. Yeah, <sighs> you think that's oh, the, the, the best maybe. on the album, to be honest in my opinion. That that was an s- insane song. Yeah. Uh I had the same drugs but the video version that he put out at the top of mm-hmm. the hmm. year. I thought the duet was just really pretty. So, 5, I'm going to go Crew by Goldlink and uh Shy Glizzy and Brent Fias. Do you guys know that song? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really?
1: You Gold don't know the Crew, one
0: I need to get into. Goldlink doesn't have a whole lot of music, but listen to Crew. I mean, it's it's a really good song. Late Night by Goldlink is also really good. <laughs> yeah. Five, I'm gonna let my, you know, basic white girl at the bar show. I'm going, I'm on the one. Damn. Like, I, like, it's basically like. The it's me- really catchy. It's a musical version of candy. Like, if you eat a ton <laughs> of it, it's not good for you. <laughs> but every once in a while, it just hits the spot. <laughs> uh, Lamb by Brockhampton, one of their unreleased ones. Very heavy in the Brockhampton for you guys I, for the, yeah, for the they're, songs of the a Real big gear for me. I'm, I'm done with my Brockhampton for the top 10. Me too. Um, I have a three-way tie for number four, because I could not <laughs> pick between these three songs. Uh, Chanel, Lens or Provider by Frank Ocean. Yeah. For four, I have Green Light by Lord. Mm. I kind of forgot about Lord this year. She had a pretty good album, though. That album mm. was really solid. It was, it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I had 911 slash Mr. Lonely mm. by Tyler the Creator. Number three, I had Exo Tour Life by Louis Uzi Vert. You couldn't escape that song this year. No. It's, a, it's a, a very catchy it's song. Yeah. I had Chanel by Frank Ocean. Slide. Calvin Harris. Number two, you guys, at least Evan is going to hate me for this one. Magnolia by Playboy Cardi. <laughs> In New York, i Millie Rock. That song is so, so catchy. You, you texted us about that like months ago. One of, were, one of the best yeah. beats of the year. Actually, the best beat of the year, I'm going to say. Magnolia? Mm-hmm. So close to being number one. Uh, the National, the system only dreams in total darkness. Mm-hmm. That, that when I first heard that song, I'm like, "What is this? Like this? Is, it has more energy than anything they." I'm gonna have to yeah. check these songs well. out because I do, I do. I'm not in tune with this type of music anymore. I will say I saw The National earlier this month, and it was hands down like, like it was the same crowd you would have expected to see at a museum. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like late 30s to like early 50s like you're looking at what people are wearing and it's all like Patagonia vests and North Faces and I'm like oh okay. You know um, I, I started wearing Patagonia this year because Frank Ocean talked about padding his Patagonia <coughs> yeah, pocket. Yeah. I, I think that was in Provider. I think it was Provider. So yeah. I, I started wearing Patagonia this year. Um, I have two <laughs> flannels by Patagonia now. Good. And they're really nice. So I don't hate on Patagonia. <laughs> I, ha- so I have, have a uh, this is number two, mm-hmm. yeah. Chanel. Uh, my number one song of the year is Humble by Kendrick Lamar. Um, everybody and their mom knows this song. Um, everybody's left hand just went viral. Everybody knows about syrup sandwiches now. And, like, I thought that was only something my dad ate, like, occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> turns out. <laughs> turns out, like, it's a thing. I have a mental list of bars that I've been in over the summer and did they shout, My left Stroke just yeah, went viral? Yeah. Or did they not shout, My Love Stroke just went viral? And I feel like ones the ones that didn't, did you gotta leave. I, did not, I do not go back there anymore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's how I make my business <laughs> Also a contender for the beat of the year with uh, Humble, I feel like. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Made. Very unique. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think this is a surprise to either of you guys because I've been outspoken about how much I love this song. N- my number one of the year is Slide. Calvin Harris, Frank Ocean, Migos we all had Sly in the top ten yeah I'll say something my number one is something that I didn't expect to do Evan you referenced it before um, Drew Barrymore by SZA mm-hmm. um, I'll talk about it more with the album but that song is just excellent it is a good song yeah um, I really enjoy Gojino off that album as well really yeah, Gojino might be my least favorite one really I don't know it's, it's for again we'll talk about the album sure but yeah now, I think before we get into album of the year, I, wanna, I, I just came up with some smaller categories that I'd want to talk about. Who was the best concert you guys saw or best show that you guys saw this year? Because I saw quite a few concerts this year. I got to cross five, well, six technically major bands off of my concert bucket list. And if you asked me to write them out in order, they probably would have been six right at the top. Really? U2, Back. The National, Queens of the Stone Age, Frank Ocean, and for very different reasons other than the ones I just mentioned, Soundgarden. You also you saw the Chili Powers too, right? But you had yes. seen them before. Right. No, I'd, I'd seen them before. Um R.I.P. Chris Cornell. I think we we all saw Frank Ocean in in what what is it, like two hours north of Toronto? Yeah. In mm. this town called Medante. Yeah. Well, and I mean. that was that to me was the best thing I've seen, I think. Mm-hmm. Um ever. Just yeah. I'm I love Frank Ocean. We all love Frank Ocean here. Mm-hmm. This is a very Frank Ocean friendly room. Um, In this room, we respect Frank Ocean. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> So that was that was really really cool. Um, he killed it. He was awesome. Yeah. I also saw Chance the Rapper. Uh, you guys were at that mm-hmm. show too, right? That was also a really good concert. I felt. Um, it was, it's <laughs> up there for one of the better ones I've seen. I think my favorite one, Frank. Number two is Kanye. Um, I saw Travis Scott. Um, that was that was a good concert, but the the fans were not good. They just wanted to mosh pit every 2 seconds and I hated that. I have to imagine you were on the older end of the spectrum at that show. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were probably like 18 and it was really annoying. And then yeah. I also saw 2 Chains. That was out there. Same show, yeah. Yeah. And then beyond that I, I don't remember if I saw anything else that was big. Migos Future Future wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be frank for me like you said maybe the best show I've ever yeah, attended. Like that was that was awesome. production. And not many people he... can say they saw Frank. No, no. he's for done six shows six. since 2013. Yeah, we saw one of them. Great show. Do you guys want to get to albums with you then? Yeah, I got some honorable mentions I can run through real cool. quick though. Me too. All right, go. Cool. You, you can. We can go same order. All right, um, same lightning round style. Big Fish Theory, Vince Staples. That's an honorable mention for me. Uh, honorable mentions. I got. What now by Sylvan Esso? A deeper understanding by the War on Drugs. Oh, we're doing more than yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I thought I thought we were just gonna go one and go around. No, finish yours. Oh, sorry. Big Fish Theory by Vince Staples. Just a uh, a good album. Just didn't make the cut. Um, the production was very strange on it in a good way, and he's he's really lyrically talented. Wasn't quite cohesively good enough for me to be a top ten. Um, Culture, amigos. Good album. It just I just got sick of it. Beach House 3 by Ty Dolla Sign, One of the most fun albums of the year for me. Um, Thundercat's album, Drunk. Really, really uh, weird good, album. I, never I never forgot really about that. The year. Yeah, yeah, it, it just kind of got forgotten for me. It was a, it was a good album, though. Um, real weird. Mac to Marco's album, mm-hmm. which is another one I kind of forgot about a little bit. Um, it was good, but just <coughs> kind of got lost in the shuffle. Drop Top Wop. Um, one of the best produced albums of the year, for sure. Big Crits album. Um, forever is a mighty long time I love Big Crit um, just wasn't quite a top 10 for me and then the two future albums Future and Hendrix particularly Hendrix but um, just didn't have a reason to put in my, my top 10 uh, other than being a, a pretty solid album my honorable mentions the two I mentioned Sylvanesso and the War on Drugs and then this one it honestly might have made the top 10 but it technically did not come out this year mm. is uh, Run the Jewels 3 mm when did it come out right? it, it like came out summer. on Christmas day it last year day. really yeah I, I love it but it, you know if it didn't come out in this calendar yeah. year I'm, I'm leaving yeah. it as an HM uh, for me mm. I also had Big Crit's album forever a mighty long time uh, Drogus Light by Lupe and then The Chief by Jadena um, that hmm. dude that dude was a uh, big cornball a couple years ago with Classic Man but like he really came through for me on The Chief. It just didn't happen to make my top ten. A couple years ago? not. I thought that, wasn't that last ago? year? Oh, yeah. Not presently? I don't know. I, I thought what he tried to do with that album was really impressive, and I think he dug himself out of that classic man hole mm. that he was in for a while. So, so we're going to do top tens. Yep. We'll do the same thing, number ten first. Yep. Uh, the number ten album of the year for me... I don't even know if you guys have heard this album. I feel like not many people really know who these people are. But uh, my t- number 10 album is The Morning After by Division. Uh, yeah. Division is an R&B duo, um, a singer and a producer, and they're signed to OVO. And it's it's like a slow jam album, but the production on it is some of the best R&B production I've ever heard. Um, and the singer and Division can really, really sing. Um, so that was my number 10 album. It's, isn't it stylized like D-V-S-N? Yeah, D-V-S-N, yeah. I would recommend them to anyone. They're a really good R&B group. My number 10 was Japan Droids, Near to the Wild Heart of Life. You know, I know who the Japan Droids are. Do you really? I do. All right. I I heard about them on a podcast, and I listened to them. This Canadian duo, Vancouver, I think. They have a loud sound, and they play fast. It's definitely White Stripe Syndrome, where it's just two people... But they're loud, and it makes it sound like there's like at least six. Yeah, I, 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 there's I at least I three of them. has yeah. <laughs> <It's> gotta be. <laughs> there's at least two and a half. Yeah. Uh Number ten was "A Black Mile to the Surface" by Manchester Orchestra. I don't know what that is. They're they've been around for better part of the. Yeah, I saw them this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, what type of band are they? Alternative. Hmm. They're very good. See, you, you guys are style. opening my eyes to different types of music. Um, my number nine album of the year is "Beautiful Thugger Girls." Uh, if you asked me five months ago, if this was a top five album, I would have said yes, hundred um, percent. It just—I didn't really listen to it much in the last couple months, and it's—it's it's got some good songs on it, but it's not Young Thug's best work. It's no—it's uh, no Jeffrey or Slime Season Three for me. nothing. Is <laughs> Jeffrey was great? That was one of my favorite albums last year. Yeah. I'll, I'll go and say that I have them the lowest ranked out of any of us. At number 9, I have Saturation 2, Rockhampton. I'll tell you something about the Saturation Elms. I, I just combined them as one. Oh, we, had, we had a talk about this. I, I don't know what you ended up doing, but I did them separate. Me too. I combined them. I'll also drop a spoiler alert here. Saturation 3, not top 10. <laughs> really? Yep. Which one did you just put here? Two. Two, okay. I would say sap- if I had to uh, take them out... I would say saturation two wouldn't be top ten for me. Okay, yeah. I would have one and three in there. I just combine all three of them. It makes you know? it makes sense to do them as one all minute. all one big mm. thing. Yeah, <laughs> my, my nine was saturation three. Okay. So, so, it's so it's tied for So time just how It works out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, my number eight is Flower Boy. Um. Like we said earlier, it's just a really pretty sounding album, and Tyler, you know, gets a little bit more real than we're used to. So mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that from him. So I, it's, it's not a perfect album. It's, it's a very solid album, back to front though. I'd say there's not a, there's not really a bad song on it. Number eight, I had the Mac DeMarco album that you mm-hmm. had honorable mention. This old man, right? That's what's this called. old dog, dog. This yeah. old dog. And he's a song called "My Old Man" on it. Yes.
1: I'm gonna That's be honest.
0: I like it. I love Mac DeMarco but I think next album he needs to find some way to switch up his sound a little bit yeah I can see that he's kind of maximizing his potential with that Mm. and it's starting to if you start with salad days it's kind of the law of diminishing returns yeah
1: still very good but yeah
0: it was a good album for sure I mean top 10 and all but yeah I also had Flower Boy here at 8 Grey Minds Think Alike that's what they say at number seven, I have "Pretty Girls Like Trap Music" um, okay. by Two Chains. It just is a just a, a banger of an album. It the whole thing just bangs, and I've seen him do it live. And
1: Two Chains is he, yeah, was say, you yeah, he was in a wheelchair? Not Yeah, he was in a wheelchair. He was
0: getting <laughs> wheeled around. It was sick. Like Two Chains puts on a good live show. That guy was <laughs> even while <well> disabled. <laughs> yes, that guy can get the people going. No lie, was crazy live, and I really enjoyed that album. Great name too Yeah yeah. Pretty girls like trap music And you know Came out around the same time As Easy Breezy Beautiful Thugger Girls Yeah So it was a good year It was a good uh, summer for girls (laughs) Seven I have Beck's new album Colors Uh, Got a a lot of unnecessary hate I felt from a lot Mm -hmm. of uh, Music publications They're like Oh Like I don't know For a Beck album this is boring And I'm like Well if you consider that the guy Switches up his sound Like every single album That guy does switch up his sound a lot Yeah like, if it took you 23 years to say something about this, him, <laughs> Wait, well, I think no, he's doing we have pretty a problem well with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Is seven, you said? So mm-hmm. I had pure comedy, um, Father John Misty. So mm-hmm. it, it, I thought it was a good element. I think it was excellent. But I When did it, that come out? I feel like it was a really long time ago.
1: But it April, was this year?
0: yeah. April, it it April I think. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I thought the single, pure comedy, and then the... he had the other single come out. That's like. <laughs> something with the war it has a longer title um but both of those songs are really really great but mm. to me it didn't stack up to i love you honey bear yeah you know and i was so maybe that was you know a top three or four album that year yeah and this is more of a, a top seven album right i, I feel yeah so again not bad but not as good as i thought it could have been mm. so so number six for me and this was my most played album of the year this i I track whatever I listen to with this app called Last.fm, mm-hmm. and I listen to this album more than any other album since I've started tracking. But it's it's not a top. It's not like my top album. It's number six. It's More Life by Drake. Um, I said it earlier. I think Drake could have cut this down by like ten songs, and if he did, it, you know, it you know could have been a top three album, maybe. Yeah. Because um, I, I really enjoy Drake, and <coughs> when he wants to make really good music, I feel like he can. It just he gets kind of like stuck in this like oh I'm I'm Jamaican so I'm just gonna make the yeah. same song like five times yeah the accents and you know really. sometimes it's good like I like I really enjoy Blem Passion Fruit's a really catchy song mm. but there's a, there's a lot of them on there like I, I didn't really need to hear this song but it's still a good album um, didn't even make the top five though for me top 6 First number six I have uh, Queens of the Stone Age Villains I tried to listen to it I, I couldn't get into it <laughs> I could see that being a little too heavy for you. Like, there's a little too much going on. You want to talk ten song albums, that one's only nine. Really? Yeah, it's I mean, like 45 minutes Should I give it minutes, another so listen? There's some, there's some lengthy <laughs> ones on there, but it's it's solid. I don't think I ever was able to get in the Queens of Stone Age in general, though. Uh, it's an acquired taste, I have to imagine, mm. but just, I don't know, there's something about them. I think they're what the Foo Fighters want to be. Like, cause you, whenever you see Dave roll, he's always like, "Yeah, rock and roll!" Like, <laughs> everyone's like, "Okay, Dave," but like, Queens of the Stone Age just do it. They rock hard. Yeah. I can tell you that much. <laughs> Don't know much about them, but what I do know is those they rock dudes hard. Rock hard. <laughs> they are rock stars. <laughs> Here I had Dan, like <laughs> Ooh, that's a bold. That's a bold that's, move. That's a little low, and and number six. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm about, about to that. make the boldest statement of here uh, that anyone's it, made so far was, uh, my number 5 album of the year is Playboy Cardi by Playboy Cardi
1: stop trying to make you Playboy Cardi <laughs> happen
0: <laughs> um, if you listen to the first like 6 songs on this album <coughs> every single one of them is an absolute banger um, do you work for Playboy Cardi no I don't but um, <laughs> producer of the year candidate Pierre Bourne absolutely kills production on that album he produced like seven or eight songs on it and i just think it's the the most well-produced album of the year in terms of beats and playboy Cardi, he's not a great lyricist he says yeah and <laughs> a and stuff like that a lot but for whatever reason like i just really enjoy that album it's a fun album yeah so that's, good. That's, that's my top five <laughs> <laughs> and oh. i will be going home now <laughs> all right Coming from the same kind of musical theme as Playboy Cardi, at number five I have the new U2 album "Songs <laughs> of Experience," and I know it's it it like you're not a music fan unless you like hate on U2, but <laughs> I, I it was really kind of like U2. I there are a lot of people our age who do not understand the significance yeah. of U2. Like granted, it may not have been within our lifetime, but this band was the hands down the biggest band. In the world, at one point, yeah, actively now they're kind of the biggest band in the world, but passively, yeah, like they don't have to really release anything ever again if they don't yeah. want to. Kind of yeah. But they didn't, and I, I enjoyed it. Got one kind of out of left field here: uh, Freudian by Daniel Caesar. Have you heard? Anything I've about heard that? a lot about Daniel Caesar. I have. N- he was been at able way home. I didn't see him at Way Home. I, mean, I, I think he was on. Sunday too, the day yeah. The two of us were I acting. want to say he was he was there one of those on I mean, one of the last days. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Um. I just I didn't couldn't listen to it that much. Real low key soft like R and B. Mm. Just straight baby making music like it's just a straight. up You know, sometimes out. that's the type of music you need to listen to. <laughs> you know, after you finish listening to it, Take Care at four thirty in the morning, on a Thursday <laughs> yeah, just baby making. Freudian at five fifteen in the morning. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> <In laughs> Thursday <that laughs> and that same like general area. Uh, I just have another um, honorable mention, and that's the Sampha album. I oh, think it's called Process. Process. Yeah. It's an album that I kind of forgot about, but it, it was a <coughs> really good album. That was a depressing album. It was, yeah. But it's it's a good album. Both of his parents died, I believe, when he was very young. Oh. So he's, he's kind of a depressed guy. <laughs> is that funny, dude? <laughs> um, so that's something unrelated. Really number it. four. <laughs> it's number four. Um, that's where I put Control by SZA. Um... Another R and B album, and I just think front to back is just a good album. Um, and I can I can maybe see Evan's point where like SZA is a little bit bigger than you would think. Um, I think she's a very good artist though. Um, she kind of like changed her sound a lot because she was like mm. really like like a airy like yeah really like ambient type of artist like let me like almost like a like a cloud <laughs> rap type. Mm-hmm style of beats to more of, like, a straight-up R&B artist. Like, she wrote for Rihanna and stuff, yeah. and I think she that kind of rubbed off on her a little bit, and she's making more of, th- in that vein of music. Let me rephrase my point from earlier. I She's good, and I feel like mm-hmm. she has a level of fame that she could certainly obtain one day, but I almost feel like her level of fame is here, and she's just kind of slightly below that. Mm. Like, the amount of fame she has right now is, like, if Kendrick was, like, playing SNL... When he just released Section Eighty, where it's like, okay, this is good, but this yeah, is yeah, a little yeah, much, yeah, don't you think? Yeah. Maybe she's maybe not device. quite there—is her peak as an artist? Maybe, yeah. Um, I can see that. I think what happened is that Love Galore really blew up because Travis Scott was on it, mm-hmm. and people really liked Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. And then the weekend really the weekend blew, up. blew up because it's it's a, just a really catchy song. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and then I mean, she has like features from Kendrick too uh, with Doves yeah. in the Wind, Isaiah Rashad too on that. Isaiah Rashad, yep and I th- yeah I think that kind of like brought her name a little bit more out yeah. than before and they did they were doing a, TDE does a pretty poor job of promoting promoting right? their artists yeah. she became really big this year in spite of them so I, I think that's just, that's an achievement in Especially it, yeah. I, I saw her a lot <laughs> on Twitter with like you know how they that like the Wiz Khalifa parody account was like really popular a couple years ago where yeah. it was like mm-hmm. it's Wiz Khalifa and it would be like ultra-generic, like... It's Philly Werrell. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's (laughs) a thing... Philly Whirl, I think, still follows me. Post Malone with 12 Ts. Yeah. (laughs) It'd be like, I just really miss you right now, or it'd be something like that. Something stupid. Yeah, like something like you would expect, like a MySpace status for a 13-year-old girl or something. Yeah. I saw a lot of those parody accounts with SZA, so I think she's appealing to younger girls Mm -hmm. and, you know, dudes, I guess, but, like, (laughs) I think her... Maybe not necessarily her target, but who she is appealing to right now is younger, like teens. Which is weird because she's got like really adult there. It, it's deep. It's, it's, some of yeah. the stuff is heavy that she's talking yeah. about too, but it, it, to me, I saw her affiliated a lot with kids that age. Hmm. So, which was interesting for me. But that's that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it four, we're for right? Yeah, we're for. I have I damn. Count it, I counted wrong. Damn. All right. You got damp. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I had saturation here. The first one. <laughs> so you're on four, right? Or did uh, you? Know let what? me catch up to you because that was five. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> what happened no, to five? Five was Freudian. Okay. No, I lied. I lied. Six was Freudian. Saturation is five. Number four is what I'm reading. Correct. Connor, I don't <laughs> want to so invite him back <laughs> year, <so. laughs> This man is not a count. He's going so well up until now. It's Cardi B. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I had "Good for You" by Amina here. Um, really 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 solid album for me I might have to give another listen because yeah. I thought it was pretty good off one listen it was just fun like what you were mm. saying about um, Playboy, Cardi. Playboy Cardi yeah the just it was just a very fun album but he was you know he had really good lyricism really nice production really fun mm. features on there too um just and Caroline you know I hated that song when I first heard it and then like really to the entire album it's, it's actually real catchy it's a fun song yeah mm. and it's just the front to back that's a really good album for me. So that brings us to number three, and this was this is not something I expected to have in my top three by any means at any point, and this was an artist that I didn't really like until, I don't know, I don't know when it clicked for me. But uh, "Love Is Rage 2 by Louis Vert. Um, I think Louis Vert went from being <coughs> a kind of a Playboy Cardi type artist to being like a pretty solid artist. Like I think he really tried to improve on. Making his songs actually be about things, and <laughs> he definitely seems a little more sustainable than yeah. those around him. Yes, yeah. I think he's very good at melody. I think he's very good at making songs catchy. He picks good production to work over, and I think he improved his lyrics to a point where, uh, you know, he's like relatable. Bible. EXO um, tour life obviously was you know a huge huge song. Yeah. Um, the way life goes is a that's another pretty strong lyrical song I think. Um, feelings mutual another another song about breaking up i mean i think he broke up with his girl like oh he was with her a pretty long time and i think that really influenced the album and also neon guts with pharrell is a really good song yeah so the, yeah that, i was really surprised to enjoy that album as much as i did but it's top three for me he sorry evan but Low he growth. had a he was an mvp consideration for me mm. just because of how much he blew up and then like was it the VMAs where he did the sheer Ed Sheeran, um, Shape of You, slash EXO tour life collaboration? I didn't. Which I didn't was hear about that. So yeah. weird and uncomfortable, but just the fact that it happened hmm. was insane to me. And how just how big EXO tour life got, <coughs> I just can't believe. Like it's a great song, oh yeah, and I can't believe it got this big. 2018, I'm, the year Ed Sheeran need to chill. Yeah. Ed Sheeran need to go away for a while. Ed and Sheeran needs to stop being such a boneless McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> can we get. What, we was, can... what was the Muppet that they compared him to? Was, uh, was there one specifically, or that he just looked he like He just a looks Muppet? like a Muppet. I'm trying Muppet to think yeah. of an albino Muppet right now. <laughs> Big Bird? <laughs> um, to backtrack a little bit, I'm kind of surprised that Louis, Louis Vert went from being a guy where I was like, wow, this guy's super annoying. Where he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, what? Yeah. And then, like, all of a sudden, he has a top three album for me. Yeah. That's it's just kind of amazing how like a year can change an artist. Life okay. comes at you fast. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, good good job, Lil Uzi. I'm proud. <laughs> uh, three. I got saturation. Just, just the just, just one. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I don't know. I, if I'm doing a ranking, I one, then two, then three. I think has got to be has got to be it for me. Mm. Um, three, this is might be a little biased because they are maybe my favorite artist of all time, especially now despite the new things that have happened. Strokes um, didn't release anything this year. <laughs> Freddie Mercury still there. <laughs> uh, I had Science Fiction by Brand New. Um, I thought it was a really, really great album in general, but the album representing things like mental illness and mistakes mm. and you know all these jumping out a window onto a car <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all these terrible things that the lead singer has done in his life and these things kind of coming to fruition and then the last track like i talked better up discussing them you know literally <coughs> calling up the next band to replace them or mm. to have like a following like they do um, I was just really impressed with the album front to back. I mean, it, it's been a long time since they released their last album, Daisy, so I would just recommend that album to anyone, but especially, you know, brand new fans have heard it by now, but I think it really resonates well with anyone. So for my number two, I have the Saturation Trilogy by Brock Captain. Oh, God. Um, it's 48 songs, and I don't... <laughs> it's like more really... Life, right? <laughs> and honestly, they, they didn't have to cut down any of those songs, other than maybe some of the singing ones at that end. Um, I wasn't. Oh, huge, really wasn't a huge fan of those, to be honest. If you're about to badmouth bleach right now, we're gonna have no. A I'm, I'm not okay. saying anything about bleach. That's probably you're my favorite song. Like summer made. waste. Oh, tea. I thought you yeah. were talking yeah. at the end, yeah, of those those the last album. Yeah, no. summer is fantastic. I thought waste was really good too, but yeah. Um, who who's the singer? His name's Bearface. Bearface. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a huge Bearface guy. It's not. Really? It's not bad. It's just not my cup of tea necessarily. Um, I just wanted to put them all in one because I couldn't. I'm bad at making decisions I, I stressed about this album list for like a good like three or four weeks <laughs> I have slept in weeks <laughs> honestly man it's it's been rough I've, I've been stressing out about it and I just wanted to combine them all and like I don't know it's we're an hour and 22 minutes into this I feel like we have not properly exp- explained who Brockhampton are to people who don't know because there's a lot of people and who let's don't, not. <laughs> don't know what Brockhampton is yeah, we're not is. gonna do that <laughs> there's 15 of them they probably sleep in a 15 story bunk bed I tweeted that out <laughs> yeah it's um, a solid tweet I don't know if you favorited it, though, man. <laughs> I'll go find I'll, it right now. How is this podcast right now? Can you please give it a retweet? Like, come on, I'm trying to get famous. I'm, I, I said at the start of the show. I'm just trying to get clout. I like how you're going to explain Brockhampton. Like, someone would realistically listen to an hour and a half of us talking about our music preferences, but not know how to work Wikipedia. Yeah, go listen to Brockhampton, please, because they're good. Can we make our last topic the best Brockhampton ever? I, I was going to say, we can have a whole discussion on Brockhampton in general if you're feeling up to it, because I feel like there's a lot to discuss. <coughs> all right, we'll come back we'll to that in a month right, or we'll two. revisit that. Yeah, we'll. <laughs> let's, uh, have, let's have a podcast when where we talk about comes out, yeah. We'll come back to it and do it within a week of team effort coming out. Is that their next product? Yes, so they say. Hmm. It was weird. They, they almost... I thought they were going to break up after that tweet. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. <laughs> about to cry. Another show. <laughs> at, at number two, I have the National Sleep Well Beast. They're one of the bands I think you could legitimately argue, if you start at the beginning and then work your way towards present day, they legitimately get better with each album. Hmm. Like I've never listened to the National, to be honest with you. Well, you're missing out. You want to talk about crying music? Will this make me cry more than Take Care or Blonde? Um... Blonde, probably not, take care, probably. Really? Yes. Damn. <laughs> I can recommend you specific national songs if you're looking to cry. Yes. Okay. Yeah, 100 <laughs> percent Please, please cry. do. Okay. <laughs> it's sad boy season. I'm looking to cry like every day of my life. <laughs> uh my number two, we beat it to death already. There's nothing really more we can say about it, but I had saturation two. I guess Saturation two is, is, death, is yeah. that is that your number one of the saturation? Of, of, of the, the three, yes, it's my highest. Really? Life. Yeah. That's my number three. Oh, I did have it favorited, by the way. <laughs> oh, my bad. I'm not retweeting it for that purpose. <laughs> I'm <a> it. <unfavorited. laughs> <laughs> oh, is it my turn? Oh, so my number one album of the year is Damn by Kendrick Lamar. I'm, I'm surprised you guys had it so low. Um, I had it at five. <laughs> yeah, I had the... Or s- four, rather. <laughs> it had, I had the song of the year for me, and I think Triple uh, X was up there as well. And DNA was also up there as well. And it just... I I just think it's a really great album. I don't want to... I don't want to rant about Ken Shemar, but he's really good. All right. I tried not to mention this at all during the podcast, and I think I only slipped up once. My number one album and winner of Comeback of the Year, Lord, with Melodrama. Wow. Yep. I... Because she released that album in 2013, the one with Royals on it, Mm -hmm. team, all that. Pure heroin. Yeah. And I don't think anyone really knew what she was gonna do after. Like I, it's, yeah, it's been quite a while. I so enjoyed she that one. So she disappeared for four years. <laughs> so she disappears <laughs> for four years, and then she comes back, and it's like, oh, surprise, this album is like unbelievably well-produced. Mm-hmm. Good lyrics on it. Um, one thing I found interesting was so Jack Antonoff, the guy from Bleachers, mm-hmm. he, he was the one who produced that album. Really? And about 50 other albums this year. <laughs> but he was on a Mark Marin's podcast, and he was talking about how the album wasn't. When Lord decided the album was done, it wasn't because it sounded good, it was because it looked good. Like she had a vision in her head of mm-hmm. how she wanted the music to look not just sound, but look. And she wasn't going to be happy until it looked the way she wanted it to. And That's it, interesting. And it shows because there's a lot going on in a lot of those songs. Hmm. You know, I listened to it when it came out like, three or four times, and then I just did not listen to it ever again. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I can't say that, I can like, see it's a good album. I can't say I've consistently been listening to it, but it'll definitely be, like, I listened to it a good amount of times when it came out, yeah. and then, like, every month or two I'll be like, I could go for another couple days stretch where I listen to that album. Hmm. Like, it would go in, like, chunks like that. Hmm. Liability is one of the, the saddest songs I've ever heard in my entire life. Like yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, lot, that that's depressing. <laughs> should I also listen to this and cry? Yes. <laughs> again. You should listen to like trailer. half that album. <laughs> Writer in the Dark is another one of yeah, those ones. Yeah, yeah. I'm out here trying to cry in the studio. <laughs> crying in the studio. Live on the podcast. <laughs> Damn, now I know why I'm crying in the club. <laughs> yeah. um, my turn. My number one, again, did not expect this, but I had Control by SZA. Um, wow. Number one. It was really impressive for me. Like you said, the production, Mm. she kind of veered towards a more, not necessarily pop, but more adult-sounding thing, I thought. Um, And then, just the idea of, like, she's embracing this role as, like, the side chick. And, like... That was, like, an interesting... That's an interesting voice that we don't hear. Right. So I thought that that was... And, you know, she has some really outstanding songs. Like, Drew Barrymore is my song of the year. Mm. I also had... um, the, the weekend, Love Glore. Mm. Um, she's just really a nice album um, for her, and I think it'll be interesting where she goes from here, but I think her whole just persona is really intriguing, just how she performs and, um, like, what she does. Like, to me, it's almost like a Lana Del Rey, but more tolerable, where... I can see that. Just her, like, shtick... Is I mean she's just like Instagram Twitter she seems like a real person but then she starts performing and it's this whole like you know real showy kind of thing like it's you know it's a different person almost and I I think that really resonated with me and the album just is outstanding for me so number one and I think we finally did it that's it I think we've debated 2017. To its pulp. David Bowie's Black Star, album of the <laughs> year, two years year. running. Let's be real. My MVP. real album of the year. Uh, it's it's a toss up between Take Care and Blonde. Realistically, I listened to Blonde more than anything else this year. Realistically, I've listened to Blonde more than anything, but I just didn't start <laughs> tracking until after Blonde came out. Top yeah. three albums of the year. Number one, David Bowie's Black Star. Number two, Mount Erie. A crow looked at me. Yeah. Number three, The Booty Tape. Ugly God. <laughs> I mean, Ugly God had s- some of the. L- he was pretty close to the lines of the year. I'm not going to repeat them because they're just... I just can't say Filthy. that stuff. Filthy stuff. <laughs> ugly God. Four years ago you got <laughs> jumped on Halloween. <laughs> ugly God. Real MVP of the year, Ugly God. Honestly, there's a, case. There, there's a case for it. The fact that Ugly God is an artist who's out there that's making present. music is fantastic. Well, God bless. He's like Lil B, but with more of a focus <laughs> on what he wants to do. Yeah, I, I can see that. Uh, Lil B dropped an album this year called Black Ken. It his first, like, thing in I didn't have dad. 17 hours to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's long, it's yeah. It's 1,800 songs. <laughs> I heard the one song with... I want to say it was I Love Maconan. Uh, <laughs> I Love McConan's still out there. You know what? So Good for yeah. him. Yeah. Still right. got the club going up on a Tuesday. Still doing it. Yeah, you know. And I still identify with that, so... Can, <laughs> can I put honorable mention in, mention in for MVP, by the way? Just... Yeah. to Not... My favorite guy at all, but Lil Pump deserves some recognition of some sort. Oh wait, that reminds me. This is our final category: SoundCloud Rapper of the Year, Harvard Grad of the Year, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. SoundCloud Rapper of the Year. Um, it's a toss-up for me between Lil Pump, XXX Tension, oh, and this dude called Smoke Perp. Oh yeah, um, get out of here with this stupid category. <laughs> this this makes Evan so mad. He he hates Mumble Rap. He hates SoundCloud Rap. Um, he hates everything. He hates Playboy Cardi. He wished he wishes Playboy Cardi would just crawl into a hole and die. He said that on the other day off the air. Oh, I don't think I said that. Though. Okay, he, he might not have said that. But uh, Lil Pump. Um, Gucci Gang is, is like... That was like a borderline top ten song. I don't it's know probably how, that, how that got as big as it did. Like It's, it's a good song. No, don't get me wrong. It's, it's, a, it's a good song, but just... Your mom still lives in a tent. <laughs> he said that in the song. That is savage. It's... My lean costs more than you rent. Yeah. Your mom still live in a tent. Someone did the Me math. Me and my grandma take meds. Someone did the math. Fifty eight percent of that song is him saying Gucci Gang. Yeah. I don't doubt Over it. Half. It's so catchy. Um he also dropped a song called Molly, which is really good. Um Well, arguably really good. You, you, well, Evan I, probably hates it. Yeah, probably. Um, but he's not in tune with the culture. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Um, we gotta talk about XXX Xtion real quick. Um, no, we Look, don't. At, Look at me was. Look at me was, was a good song. It's a it's a banger. It's it's, like, it's over a, the top. It's a really good song. He actually dropped a really good song called Jocelyn Flores too. It was actually really deep. But uh, was that on the album? It was on his album Seventeen, yeah. which wasn't bad. But uh, I, I kind of don't like listening to XXX Xtion because he's a really terrible person. <laughs> he's an awful person. I got to the disclaimer where he's like, "This is the." Deep inner workings of how twisted my mind is and yeah. I'm like, alright, yeah. nerd. Yeah, I skipped that part, <laughs> See, but I mean, that's that's never, the rest of his album was bad. That's a line straight off one of the Men on the Moon albums. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that's gotta be. He's trying to be Kid Cudi but he yeah. thinks yeah. he's deeper than Kid Cudi yeah. And it doesn't work for him. See also well. everyone who's ever been on the cover of XXL in the past two years. Mm. Sure. <laughs> his his cipher this this past year was really bad. Oh, where you <laughs> stop. Yeah. Song <laughs> of the year. <laughs> Kyle performing for of Happiness. Um man and I gotta talk about Smoke Perp for a second because he's, he's an underrated SoundCloud rapper. Um, he's got a song called Aud- Aud- uh, Audi. I don't want friends, I want Audis. Uh, I don't know what he's saying, but he says something. He's oh, got wow. song he the song with Travis Scott. Flow. <laughs> he's got the song called Fingers Blue with Travis Scott, which it, it just bangs way harder than it should. My uh, uh, fingers Blue. Uh, no, I be counting hundreds till my fingers blue. That's pretty good. Did, What's did he the use, difference? Did he just work with Rocky or was that. Space Ghost Perp. Uh, remember think, that guy? S- yeah, Space Ghost Perp. I follow dude, him on he Twitter. Was around for a bit, dude. That guy got weird. Oh, he's he's always been weird, but he yeah, would... but like he like got real real weird. Like I remember yeah. he was like <laughs> begging people to pay for his uh, like beats or something like that. It, it got, oh yeah, like, he, that's his pin tweet right now. Yeah, yeah. He, he sells his beats for twenty dollars on Twitter. Yeah. Um, like <laughs> well, he went from being like working with the ASAP Mob all the time to yeah. like selling his beats for twenty bucks on Twitter. <laughs> He had a really funny tweet though a couple months ago, it was like like it was a conversation it was like, Hey bro, yo, what's good? Not much you on uh, you know, just chill- chilling. It was like it was just some stupid, like, really long tweet when they got two hundred eighty characters and it was really of funny course. to me. Yeah, that that reminds me by the way, the poopé fiasco with Lupe <laughs> Fiasco and Kid Cudi. That was in reference to Lupe Fiasco selling his beats on Twitter to people. <laughs> really? Kid Cudi called him out for it. I don't remember how much he charged for, it, but it was that's how the how it started. Oh, man. So, Evan, who's your SoundCloud Rapper of the Year? No. 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 If anyone, I I mean, it's got to be a Lil Pump for me. Yeah, I think Lil Pump kind of just kind of blew up off SoundCloud. Yeah. We'll go with that. Well, on that note, what's your Dat Piff mixtape of the year? Oof, damn Piff, I, I feel like they're not doing well anymore. Watch the throne too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Watch the throne th- 2 with like a DJ Ready Row. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys remember DJ Ready Row? Uh-huh. Hip Hop TXL? The exclusive Who, who's list? Who was the other guy that was old? DJ, maybe DJ Drama. He just yelled all over mixtapes. the watermark was just. Gangsta grills. Yeah, 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 If you didn't have a Gangsta grills back in the day, you weren't doing anything. <laughs> oh, man. Well. After an hour and thirty five minutes, I think that brings us to a close, gentlemen. We'll see you on the Brockhampton podcast. <laughs> let's actually legitimately do a, a, Brockhampton just a Brockhampton podcast. We just talk about Brockhampton and there debate theories. Do you guys what did you watch the show? Let's stop talking. <laughs> let's 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 take this off the air. Alright, boys. See, Thank uh, you for listening to uh, the uh, the music award podcast. I don't know what you want to call it. What should we call it? I don't know. Uh, uh, whatever. The, the Playboy Hardy Podcast. The 2017 Music Awards, thank you for listening. It's been real. Subscribe, like, smash that like, do all that. Bye.